Welcome to this Girl Life podcast. We're your hosts, Whitney Kleiner and Kristen Kavan, best friends who understand the power of friendship, good conversations, and the realness of creating your best life. Each week, you can find us here having real, raw, unfiltered conversations that you want to have with your best friends. It's everything you need to know to master this girl life. Let's get it started. It's officially episode 17 of This Girl Life. Welcome back, friends. You heard that right. This is episode 17, guys. Not last week's. No. And that was very, this is American Idol, Kristen. Okay, Ryan Seacrest is my hero, so back off. Okay. Well, welcome (laughs) welcome to This Girl Life, episode 17. We have a really great episode for you guys, and we're excited. We'll get into that in a little bit, but... We're excited for you to hear. So first and foremost, we have a new segment to This Girl Life that we're excited about. It's Yay and Nay with Wit and Kay. Oh, shit. That's right. It's Yay and Nay with Wit and Kay. Get excited because we're excited about it, guys. We are pumped. I am so excited for this segment. And by that sound clip, I know you guys are really excited, too. It is going to be every week. You get to hear the things that we are loving and the things that we're not loving so much. Yes. So I'm going to start and I'm going to give you my yay first. My yay is is Songland. Is it Songland? Yes. I watched the first episode like 1030 last night at night (laughs) by myself (laughs) on the couch. I was like, I'm not going to bed yet. It is so good. Have you watched it? You watched it? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just was like, this is how they do it. This is how they create these songs. So good. So if you Adam and I were just amazed at how it works. I know how they just. I wish I was a musical genius. Same. Gosh. Okay. My nay. My nay is Coconut LaCroix. Well, you heard it here first, guys. Not all LaCroix are good. Not all. And I'm a coconut freak for everyone who knows me. Like, coconut freak my husband brought it home i was just like oh barf (laughs) i agree i don't think it's very good either it kind of tastes like watered down sunscreen yes like yes tropicana (laughs) like (laughs) in a bottle gross (laughs) okay all right my yay and nay so my yay is my current drink obsession it's called an aperol spritz so picture this. It's a hot summer day, big wine glass full of ice. You pour Prosecco in, a little bit of Aperol, which is a liqueur, just like a little bit, and then a little bit of uh, club soda and a lime. Top it with a straw. Guys. Isn't it sweet? No, because the Aperol is not sweet. So if you had sweet Prosecco, I guess it would be the Aperol is kind of, I don't know how to describe it. It's not sweet at all. It's like almost dry. And if you have like a good Prosecco, it's super good. Mm. And so refreshing. Where do you buy it at? So you can just buy it like at a liquor store. It's it's red, which is a little deceiving, the Aperol. So you literally just use like maybe a shot and that's it. Not even a shot. Okay. Mmm, delicious. Oh, no, it's so good. I want one right now. And then my Nay. Okay, I love Revolve. But they came out with a sweatshirt this week, guys, that said, being fat is not beautiful. It's an excuse. What? You cannot do that. Wow. Like, and it's on this teeny tiny gorgeous model, and that's just not cool. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm sorry, what year is it? Like, right. hello. Like, um, we're body shaming now? Like, what? It, it just, like, it was almost shocking to me. Lena Dunham came out and said something about it. All these, like, celebs came out and were just like, yeah. screw you, Revolve. Like, we're done. So that's my big nay for the week. That's a big-ass <clears throat> nay. I know. I agree. Disappointed for sure. I know. Well, I love this segment. I could do, Me like, too. 20 of these. <laughs> I know. Maybe we'll just do a full episode of yays and nays. You guys should tell us what you're loving and hating on our Instagram today. Yeah, give us your yay and then your nay. Yeah, and do you agree with our yay and nays? Ooh, I yes. Tell me if you hate Coconut LaCroix. We should do polls on Insta Stories, Wits. Okay, that's what we'll do. You'll just And then you guys can tell us yay or nay. Yeah, that's perfect. That's what we'll do. Yeah. Okay. Before, oh, aren't you going to ask them and tell them a little something, something you want them to do that we're going to do when we listen to the podcast? Okay, so this podcast, guys, we talk about periods, drink. And I say periods a lot, I realized, after listening to it back. And so we're making a drinking game out of it. So Whit and I are going to listen to this together and drink together. So every time you hear the word period in this podcast, you have to drink. Yes. Now, please do this responsibly. Please do this when you're, like, home after work and not going to drive anywhere and blah, 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 blah. Be smart. Exactly. Hello. Let's not be... Let's not be ridiculous here, people. We're adults. Yeah, we're adults. Let's just listen in the comfort of our own home. But yeah, we're going to do a little drinking game. And plus, it's just a topic. It's periods. It's kind of, there's always a stigma around it. And we thought it'd be really fun to just, you know. Break the stigma. Have some wine and cocktails. Whitney and I might even do an Instagram live. We might. Yeah, that would be fun. drink together and listen. It could be dangerous, though. But what you guys should do is drink every time I say period. And then if you seem to count how many there are, let me know. Because I'm not going to count. So if you figure out how many period time, how many times I say period, let me know. Yeah, maybe we'll send them a period panty. An appeal Ooh. period panty if someone actually gives us the correct number. And then we have to go back and count them. <laughs> we will check. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be our fun drinking game. Okay, guys? Yes. Okay. So this week, episode 17, we have Stevie, head of marketing for Appeal on. And we really dive into the nitty gritty of periods. <laughs> don't don't start laughing. Okay, periods, everything womanhood. We even get into runner's trot. <laughs> Guys, we break it down. We get we get real dirty on this. Um, but this topic is not dirty, and that's the stigma we're trying to break. Is that Absolutely. we. All, this is one of the most beautiful things about being a woman. And so we wanted to encourage talk about it. We wanted to encourage knowledge about it. And Stevie does a beautiful job sharing what appeal is all about and why we should consider wearing period panties now and in the future. So stay tuned for Stevie from Appeal. Hi, everyone and listeners of TGL. I am... I'm excited about today because we are breaking a stigma today. Today, guys, we are talking about periods and we are talking about period panties and the role that they play in all of our lives. And today we have on Appeal, Stevie from Appeal, and she's going to talk to us about period panties, periods, and we hope that we can just really dive in to women's periods today, guys. So without further ado, Stevie from Appeal, welcome to TGL. We're excited to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk all things women health. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. Yeah. I'm so excited. 
the nurse yeah. in me is like, let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Let's I mean, dig we have in. so many listeners that are like, talk nitty gritty. And if they didn't know what they were asking for, they will know today because we are diving into periods. And I'm pumped. So thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. So introduce yourself and Appeal. And then we want to know what role you play at Appeal. Sure. So um, Appeal is a company that was started in Boston in 2012. Um, They had done a lot of research and development. Their names are Natalie and Tomoyo. They're the founders and owners. And they had found me, I happened to do digital marketing. And so they had found me and asked me to kind of help with launching their product. And I fell in love with it. Like one of the best ways you can obviously learn about a product is to experience it yourself. And it's it's really difficult to help someone with any sort of exposure if you don't really believe in the product. And so they, as a courtesy, sent me a pair of their period panties and I was obsessed from like day one. <laughs> so, and I wasn't even using them for periods. You know, we've we've even transitioned. I've, I've been very blessed to transition with them as we've been marketing. We have found that these are really an everyday panty because there's so much more that happens down below than just the period. So while we certainly can be period panties and we can help with backup or, um, you know, that sort of thing. We, we have found that this, our panties have evolved in so many ways to (laughs) all the needs that we have. So, um, basically they brought me on just to help with even blogging and marketing. I fell in love and then now I'm just on board full time because nobody understands these or appreciates these as much as I do. (laughs) So it's kind of like a no brainer It's like, we might as well have someone who swears by these. Um, and so now I just help them with all sorts of, um, opportunities like this, you know, it's about education. It's about empowering women. It's about talking about the things that very few people maybe want to talk about, um, at least in an open forum. Like it's, it's, you're not going to get a lot of social media content about people sharing too much, but when you do go to podcasts or trade shows, you find that it's like this perfect window for us to kind of have like girlfriend mode. And then women just instantly click no matter their backgrounds, you know, we instantly click on these one, this topic of pelvic health, right. And all the things we experience. So that's my role. The thing I really like about appeal and something that Whitney and I have strived for in this podcast is we want to highlight awesome women doing cool things. And so the thing that when Whitney first brought you to me was you're created by women for women. And who better, like you said, knows what we're going through than us and your best friends. And so I think it's cool that Whitney and I can help bring more attention to pelvic health, women health, all of that cool stuff. So definitely. I just, yeah, I think it's exciting. And I just have to shout out, we tried, we've tried some of their panties and they are so comfortable. They are luxurious. I know. They're, oh my gosh. Yeah. They're very, um, they're comfortable. And, um, so when you think immediately, I know when I first thought period panties or, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, everyone thinks like the granny panties that you hear like mm-hmm. Monica Oak. talk about and friends like mm-hmm. <laughs> no these are like sexy nice silky panties so yes. I just have to shout that out like these are no thank granny you. panties yeah right thank you <laughs> I would yeah, have died super... to have these eight months ago when I had my daughter instead of mm-hmm. wearing the pad underwear or the diaper underwear or yes. the mesh panties or I mean I would have died to just have cotton undies that could have helped me through that whole period of my life 
I saw you ladies just recently did a podcast about being new moms. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because I wore these during my postpartum time frame. That like seven to 10 day window. Oh my gosh. I was so over the diapers. I was so mm. over. They don't even give you a pad. They give you what looks like a puppy pad, right? <laughs> Serious. It's like a blue, like <laughs> plastic with a white liner. And they're just like, eh, figure it out. <laughs> so you're, you're putting that all downstairs and then like gauze on top of it. You don't look remotely like a feminine, you know, I've just birthed a baby. <laughs> right. So having these as an option to help with the spotting and the postpartum hemorrhaging was amazing. So soft. And I happened to have a C-section. Um, so that was something that was really helpful too, is it wasn't rubbing against the incision site, which is so important also. Yeah, definitely. I, I had a C-section as well. And so mm -hmm. I, you know, you actually, you, you have the the covering on it for a while but yeah I mean mm -hmm. it's like what do you wear you know like I, I don't know I remember thinking like what the heck am I supposed to wear right now it's just is it's just mm -hmm. weird so these are an option I definitely the next time I have a baby I plan to have some of these in my bag you know totally. yeah I would have loved it because I remember like five days in my legs were like chafing from the pad yes. and the diaper that I, cause like I gave up on the mesh panties. They were so uncomfortable for me. And so I just mm -hmm. literally bought like adult diapers and then because Get they it, have girl. like such Get a like, pad in them, you know, I was like, okay. I don't want to have to deal with the mesh panties, the pad, the liners, the this, totally. I just want it all in one. Mm -hmm. But then they started like chafing my legs because yes. they were so thick. God. So that's what's we so unique. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, no, serious. There's like no TMI here because that's one of the things behind appeal is they didn't want to use a cotton because cotton, once it's wet, it stays wet. And it also can tend to chafe over a period of time. And so we use a performance poly that is just luxurious. Like as you ladies mentioned, it's so sexy, but because it's less than an ounce of fabric, it has the same breathability as cotton. So you're not compromising the breathability but you have this performance poly and nylon working together to wick away moisture so you still have that benefit and then again you don't have that like ugh, that crunchy yes gross you know gauze over time is not very um Ooh. forgiving you know yeah <laughs> so, so that's definitely a benefit also so yeah you're kind of getting into how appeal works so what are the mm -hmm. two materials that you're using and then my big question is and I know everyone listening, what the heck do you do with them at the end of the day? Do you just wash them and throw them in the wash? Such an important question. Okay, so part A, we have three layers within our panty. And so there's a, and it's a mixture of different um, percentages, if you will, of fabric. A little bit of it's obviously patented, right? So we can't, you can't say too much, but we have a performance poly. Then we have nylon and they work together kind of as like the first layer is an inner layer. It has a power mesh. It It's separate from the bottom itself. And that almost acts as like a funnel so that it actually has to seep through and go onto the second layer, which is our middle layer. And that's leak resistant. And then the outer layer is our performance fabric. And that's that nice fabric that you feel that's seamless. It stays put chafe free. Um, and so what this is doing is it's pulling away. It's pulling all of that sort of, it could be anything from period blood to discharge ovulation 
I mean, if there's no such thing as TMI, it could be when you're trying for a baby, not every bit of the husband's uh, participation <laughs> makes it to the egg. Yep. So the rest of it, you know, like you're kind of going all day with this yeah. sort of trying and mm -hmm. that too, it can, it can capture all of that. And because it is capturing these sorts of things, this kind of answers part B, is it's important that you're swapping out your performance panties as often as you would a feminine hygiene product. I don't know that our competitors necessarily say that, but it, but it is very important, and that's why we've priced it so comparably. Yeah. We want people to be able to um, you know, buy in packs of three or five, because ideally, you want to be able to use these as often as you would a feminine hygiene product, even in lieu of a panty liner, um, or even, you know, it could absorb up to one regular tampon's worth of secretions. Wow. So even, yeah, so I mean, it's it's really, it's incredible. It's up to five milliliters. We actually do a demo all the time with soap, mm -hmm. because that viscosity, that thickness is yeah. about the same as anything else you can think of. Yeah. And so, and thank God it's soap, right? Or no one would go near it. <laughs> they wouldn't touch the demo. So we're like, no, it's soap. Don't worry. So we, we do get a lot of feedback. People see it in real time. They can't believe how much five milliliters is. And most women actually think that they hemorrhage far more than they do. It just appears to be a lot. Um, but the truth is it, it isn't all that much. So um, nonetheless, no matter how much it is that we're losing, we do want to swap it out as often as we would a product. Because again, this is about cleanliness and hygiene. Right. So it's a greener option also because of the type of fabric. We mentioned cotton, once it wet, it's wet, it stays wet. So you have to throw those in the wash and then you got to wait a whole cycle for those to be ready again. Whereas these, you can literally quick wash them in a sink and then hang them to dry and then you're mm -hmm. set. Within 20 minutes, they're dry and you can wow. wear them again or swap them out with another pair that you have. So that's definitely an important question. I'm glad you asked it. And it's important that women know if our whole premise is behind greener, sustainable, you know, options, let's also make sure that the breathability is coupled with swapping it out regularly. I love that you just talked on sustainability because mm. we've actually talked to a few people, actually a designer that is doing this sustainable. And it's something that Whitney and I are learning about and are becoming kind of passionate about is like women's health and the environment and how we can help have our impact on that. And, you know, we were, when we were doing research, we read that uh, women can use 8,000 to yeah. 14,000 tampons in their lifetime. Yeah. And if you're it's like me, tampons. yes, right. I don't like having a tampon in for that long. Like me I'm going to replace it every time you go to the bathroom, girl. So I know that I'm probably going to be on that 14,000 tampons in my lifetime, which mm -hmm. where's that all going? And I think also as we move into, you know, cleaner living and clean beauty and that kind of stuff, women are concerned about what they're putting in their body. And Whitney, my gosh, Absolutely. she was reading the ingredients in tampons earlier. Yes, and it yes. is, it's terrifying. And uh, so it's mm -hmm. insane so cool about appeal. Yeah, they just Wait, did some of those things. Well, they do, you just, have, do you remember them? Yeah, they they did a test, um, uh, like a an ingredient test, and New York mm -hmm. Times published it recently. And there was uh, rep re reproductive toxins in it. Um, carbon disulfide was the reproductive toxin, and let's see what else did they say? There was obviously like rayon they were using in. Mm -hmm. And gosh, some other like another type of carcinogen was in there. And mm -hmm. so, again, here's what's nuts is that these tampon companies don't disclose. If you look at what's mm -hmm. on your tampon box, you're you're not 
most companies do not disclose. And it's like, if you're right. not disclosing what's in your tampons, there's a problem. Like, what are you hiding? Right? Right. right. And as I totally. become older, like, I didn't think about it when I was young. But of course not. Think mm-hmm. about this. I right now am having reproductive issues. Mm-hmm. And like all these girls that are struggling right now with reproductive problems, as we've seen just years in the last 10 years, well, mm-hmm. is there a link? Like, is there maybe right. a link with our tampons? Are we really talking about it and thinking about that? I don't know. Right. Just- well, because there's been an increase in genetically modified produce. And so you have to figure cotton is a crop and cotton is one of the most common ingredients, obviously, in um, feminine hygiene products, you know. Yeah. And so for that reason, too, we've just tried to skirt away from the cotton craze, if you will, um, mostly because once it's wet, it stays wet. But there are other additional benefits to not using cotton when it comes time to, um, you know, find a product that's going to be sustainable, but also breathable. And so that's what we offer. So would you say that's like the big reason that appeal stands apart from all of the other options that are out there for panties and period panties? I I mean, by far, I mean, that's probably got to be one of the most common feedbacks that we get. We also are really well received in the triathlete and marathon community. And it's not just because of the fact that it's the fabric doesn't chafe, you know, it stays put, but a lot of runners experience runners incontinence. And so that opened up an entirely additional um, group, a demographic that we were able to provide and serve because incontinence not even just with runners, but especially runners that have had um, women that have had babies that are running um, or just even the constant wear and tear on the body. There's a lot of pelvic organ prolapse, Mm -hmm. uh, bladder infections happen when you're going long-term, you know, running. And so it's been remarkable. The, The women that we've met, the stories we've heard, the, the testimonials of how and when women use this, we, we've, there's women with um, endometriosis issues that we've heard about. So mm-hmm. that one in four women are having some sort of issues with um, stress incontinence. So it's we're hearing all these stories and it's like, wow, what's what's going to be something that could assist with this? And what's awesome is while while this might replace a panty liner or help absorb up to five milliliters worth of, a, of what a tampon could, it's also helping women that don't have period issues. Now it's helping women with incontinence or um, even women with vaginal dryness, they have to take medication that'll help them, you know, Mm self-lubricate. And then they end up having excess and then it becomes so embarrassing. And this is something that we want to embrace womanhood. We don't want to shun it. We don't want to, you know, shame it. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, we want to have a little discretion. You know, we want to feel like we're supported and certainly Mm -hmm. not taxed out the wazoo with the pink tax. I'm sure you ladies know all about that. I mean, we're we're being taken advantage of in so many ways. That pink tax fires me up. <laughs> I know, they should call it red tax because I'm fuming mad. <laughs> Same. I was reading I Whitney some numbers earlier, and I think the one that was the most crazy, not to get into it real quick, but women use up to 9,000 tampons in their life, meaning they spend oh. almost $2,000 a year or uh, yes. $2,000 over their lifetime. Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Just on tampons. Yep. And then imagine the tax that they're paying on top of that. So cause on average, we have 456 periods in a lifetime. So some women, they'll do they'll use birth control to avoid their period because it's become such a stigma, right? It's not well received. And so now to avoid that, they'll go on birth control to help, um, you know, assist with that. We spend $11,000 in birth control in, in a lifetime. So, I mean, yeah. it's 
it's crazy the amount of money that we're spending. Panty liners alone, we spend $443 on average in a lifetime wow. on panty liners. That's and insane. that could be for all sorts of issues, not just even um, periods that are regular, but untimely and spotting periods, which we're hearing more about too. And right. could it be our could it be our food? You know, could it be just our overall just environment who knows but there are there's something going on and it's affecting our ability to have regulated cycles and so we need a solution that's going to help us women counter this sort of you know chaos that we're dealing with yes i mean i'm i'm one of those spotters i have pcos mm-hmm. so i mean i don't even really have a period very much you know so mm-hmm. these for me fit um fit really well and Kristen and I were kind of talking about about that earlier but we were also really diving into like what you're talking about about breaking stigma surrounding women's health and periods and it's definitely Mm. become I mean a hot topic we've seen it at like in the mainstream at the Oscars um the documentary that won um yes did you guys watch that on on it's on Netflix I believe um periods in India yeah yeah crazy yes so Mm -hmm. Okay, so an appeal is fitting right in there. So how are you guys kind of planning to use this publicity to make more awareness and breaking this stigma? So one of the places that we have found we are so well received and it's really beneficial is starting young. You know how they say um, sometimes it's easier to train a child up than it is to kind of like recorrect something that's been like inundated for so long. So we've been making these really cute little um, girls first period booklets and we've been, I know it's so cute. There's like all these adorable little girls inside of it and they're like frequently asked questions. How often do I change my products? You know, when, what are some signs that I'm due to start? Um, And so we've been taking a lot of our panties over to just different schools that are open to receiving, um, even if not third party, you know, they'll receive flyers and the flyers will say, you know, welcome. Um, If your daughter's interested, of course, she's welcome to check out our website. We'll send pairs and uh, Appeal's been incredibly gracious and generous. They've sent complimentary pairs even to my daughter's school Um, and just in preparation for that fourth grade, fifth grade, you know, moment. And I feel like we're starting sooner aren't they starting sooner yes. than I, I didn't start till I was 15. And so my 16, daughter's 17. <laughs> my daughter is 10, you girls. And literally her classmate, third grade last year, nine years old, started her cycle. And mm-hmm. I just, I was like, thank God, I know something we can give mom to give her. And it was just like, my goodness. So I would say that while Appeal definitely does help out with women with all sorts of issues. We've realized that if we're going to break the stigma, we have to meet them at the young age and say, hey, here's everything that you need. You know, and, it, and it's not just the period panties. We also add in like hair ties and charms. We want them to celebrate this. I mean, this is a mm-hmm. big deal. You're entering womanhood. You're able to do what what no man can do. You know, you can yes. you can mm-hmm. create life, you know, and, and there's just so much beauty to just even the, the, our ability to, to clean ourselves. Like it's, it's really remarkable what our bodies are capable of. And so we want young girls to cherish that and Mm -hmm. to celebrate that. So that is, I would say one of our main focus areas is the younger generation and just supporting them with these period kits that are ready to go, including the book. And it just kind of answers everything they need in a private setting 
and I think it's it's perfect. That's incredible. I again, hey. the nurse in me is like round of applause because <laughs> that is something. I mean, think about it. We've all yeah. seen and experienced somebody in your yes. class starting their period in school, yes. and it's like mm-hmm. not a good scenario. And so, do you remember? Like oh. being in the hallway and, and because this is before texts, right? Like yeah, we would, right. we'd have to like pass a note or ask our girlfriend, like, Hey, can you walk behind me and see if I'm leaking? Yes. Right. And they would do like the slow walk behind you. Yeah. And then obviously casual, even though, you know, like it was yeah. so obvious, but they tried to make it casual. They'd come back up alongside you and say, Oh no, girl, you're good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's crazy. We are a nurse's best friend in the yeah. school. I can't even tell you how well received we've been by the school nurses. Yeah. And they just, they swear that that fourth grade, fifth grade after the Christmas time frame is something just happens and the girls mm-hmm. blossom, the boys smell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the nurses tell us. And so they just say, gosh, the girls would love to have something like this. And so that's what we've been able to do is just provide this sort of basket with a variety of sizes that they're able to pick and choose from. And, you know, they're good to go. They're it's beautiful. Set, you know? Yeah. Yes. I think oh the my cool goodness. thing that I really love is the informational side of it that you're providing because I remember, I mean, 16, same thing. Like ever since I was probably nine, I was worried that I was going to start my period in school. And so every day, you know, you were worried because all your friends were starting and I never did. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how to put a tampon in when it finally happened. So even like the informational part of it, like not TMI or maybe, but like my best friend helped me put my first tampon in because I tried to put the whole thing in. Like I had no idea that there was like an applicator and a tampon, like, you know? And so I think just inform, and that was just, I was so embarrassed to ask my mom. And then once it finally happened and I asked her, she taught me, but like having an outlet that's not your mom to learn, to be able to ask those questions and to feel safe when you're that age, it's so important. And it is so important in breaking that stigma around it. And allowing young girls to have another resource that's not their mom because face it like when we're 13 your mom's the last person you want to go to for that kind of advice yeah and as a mom of a now 10 year old my daughter turned 10 yesterday I don't know that I want her going to the internet to look these things up either because she can be overwhelmed with what's out there so it's like this is just a perfect segue just to come alongside them right where they're at and just say, here's a period kit, girlfriend. This is everything that you need. And if you have more questions, I'm here. But there's nothing in that book that you and I can't talk about. There's there's nothing of, you know, these panties, you're going to love them. And I think, too, because we have so many cute designs, the girls are just so ready to wear them. They're just, they're absolutely like, oh, those are cute, before even knowing what they might be all about. I actually read recently that um, young girls, so I guess it's called Monarch or Monarchy, but that's that first period. Mm -hmm. And young girls will actually have discharge up to a year before that even happens. And so they've got so much going on, you know, and and it's like, let's just meet them where they're at and provide them something so that they can kind of monitor their body. It's good that they have body awareness. They need to be able to kind of see what's going on each time they go to the restroom. And this is a great way for them to just be aware of their own bodies and the transition that's happening. And then it's that much easier for them to explain it to a doctor or to listen to a doctor. I don't know if you ladies remember after your first cycle, you went and saw an OBGYN. That's kind of like the norm. Yeah. You kind of, you go see the doctor cause you've started. Yep. I had no idea what he, it was a male was talking about. I, I had no idea. Yeah. And so I think that had I had a little bit more information and empowerment by females that would have been a much easier transition for for sure and that's why again we are moms of daughters and that's Mm -hmm. why we wanted to have you on is I think breaking this 
Um, I don't know. This thing about being scared to talk about our bodies, to own our bodies, to just, it is what it is. It's not gross, you know. And maybe it again, maybe it's the nurse in me. Like, it doesn't gross me out, but I can't tell you how many women are still ashamed, you know, Mm -hmm. of their bodies in general. So we're, you know, we're here to be like, let's be loud, let's be proud. We do. We we make babies for Pete's sake. Hello, beings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So starting young and saying, let's, Mm -hmm. you know, let's own our bodies and let's take care of our bodies and keep our bodies healthy. Like it does start with, you know, Mm -hmm. when they're young. And this is another Mm -hmm. aspect because, I mean, anyways, I could like go down a whole rabbit, (laughs) like, you know, snap, snap. But (laughs) I love it. Yeah, it definitely we're we're totally on board with mm-hmm. appeal for this so 100 <laughs> percent. so you go okay I know I was about to jump in and do like a whole nother question <laughs> I was too I so jumping to you Stevie making it personal what is one thing that you wish you knew as a young girl as it relates to your health and women's health okay this is so important so I, I was so glad that um I got to kind of think about this beforehand. Um, Skin is a carrier, not a barrier. I heard this maybe three years ago. I was taking a holistic nutrition course, but it very much applies to even what we were talking about with the tampons and all the sort of products that are medically modified or altered in some way. Our skin is a carrier. It's not a barrier. I think sometimes we assume that if we're putting something on topically like sunscreen or whatnot, that um, it's blocking things but really our skin is a carrier it it can permeate through and so what we put on our body we're essentially putting in our body and so even beyond um even beyond that it goes with the tampons what we're putting in our body we are truly putting in our body so one thing that's really wonderful about um the panties as well is the fact that we we do not use any sort of odor resistant or stain resistant chemicals on the panty. These become your period panties. They become your, you know, ovulation panties. They're your everyday undie. And they might not always maintain a stain free appearance in the gusset area, but if we were to compromise that with an odor free um, or stain free sort of chemical, we're kind of we're counterintuitive. It's counterproductive to our entire mission, which is the breathability and just embracing womanhood for what it is and not messing, not compromising with it, but supporting it. So, um, I, does that answer your question, Kristen, and give you like a, yeah, cool. And it's, I, it's funny cause I'm new to this. I'm new to like the clean beauty part of it. And, yeah. and we've had on Lauren Scruggs who did this clean sweep thing and that's her whole I, mission I too. I saw that podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so I just, you are just like, you're you're teaching me and it's wonderful and I I love learning more about how I mean I can be better for my body and ultimately teach my daughter to do the same so I love that that that's a great piece of it piece of advice for everyone it really is and we're going to go into another piece because we ask every guest this and you may (laughs) it sounds like you've listened to some of our episodes so what is the best piece of advice that your best friend has ever given you Okay, by far, it was my first pregnancy. So I have a son who's 11, a daughter who's 10, and then now a four-month-old. And my, I know, wow, baby crazy over here. (laughs) So I'm very much embracing womanhood over here. (laughs) So when my son, when I had my, I was pregnant with my son is my first baby. And 
you know, you can get a lot of advice from everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody has advice. Yes. And I remember one of my girlfriends said to me, she said, you know what advice I have for you for your pregnancy? And I'm like, bring it. Let's hear it. She says, <laughs> I have none at all. She said, listen, your pregnancy is going to be so unique to you. Your body's unique to you. So even, you know, take pregnancy out of it. Just women's health overall. It's, it's very case by case. It's very personable. It's, um, it's individual. And so I think it's really important, too, that we don't necessarily get caught up in looking online about symptoms and things of that nature. Just have a good, healthy understanding of your body and have that intimacy. Know your body, right? Mm-hmm. And then just trust that... People have been having babies for however many years. They, you know, we've been having period cycles. We've been having, you know, discharge and ovulation. All these things have been happening since the beginning of time. And so, the the best advice that I ever got was when my girlfriend didn't give me any. She just said mm-hmm. that your your pregnancy in particular is going to be so unique to you, and your body knows what to do. So stop taking everybody else's advice. And I thought, <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I would say that, like you know, not to be counterintuitive, but that was probably the best because it was really empowering. Also, it made me just feel like, okay all right, I, I've got this, you know, cause I could be a Wikipedia nerd, you know, I could, I've got it all, you know, I, right. absolutely. <laughs> so it was wonderful to, um, to hear that and to heed that for the duration of my pregnancy. And then I've just practiced that. That's been my advice too, to women in, that are pregnant ever since. So I, I, that's probably the most unique piece we've had so far. I would agree. But I, I think it, I think everybody should take that on board for sure. Right. Yeah. Because right. we, we advice do. is great, though. It is, you know, it's great. Yeah. But sometimes you just have to say nope. Like <laughs> I don't need anyone's advice. Like you know, you're smart. You're like you said, like you're empowered. You you have that knowledge. So I love that. That was great. <laughs> I yeah. Maybe when it comes to women's health, it's better to not take advice because it's so personal, right? True. But mm-hmm. then in other areas, of course, it's great to hear like feedback. But I guess pertaining to women's health in particular today, it's like that's something you really want to be super um, mindful of on your own. I For think sure. that's what's great about having panties, too, that have like a they replace your panty liner. Every time you go to the bathroom, you kind of get a sneak peek at what's going on downstairs as opposed to just wiping away any evidence of a possible concern. So it, it's nice to get a good idea and be able to gauge, okay, well, what is my body doing on a consistent basis? For so sure. I love that. All right. So what can we expect to see from appeal in 2019? Do you guys have any big things coming? Where can, what can we, what can we expect to see? Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. So <laughs> I actually wrote down several things because there's so many things in the works. We get so much feedback from so many women, you know? Um, so right now we found out that incontinence is a really, really big issue. Um, one in four women actually have at least stress incontinence, whether it's from post hysterectomy, wow. post childbirth, or just even like really challenging, um, sort of sports, endurance, things like that. So because of that, we are working on um, some other pelvic support options. We also have a high waist that we're working on, which could go really well with postpartum hemorrhaging because, again, it could take care of that extra bit of um, numbed skin that we kind of have, whether C-section or natural delivery. Um, So that's coming out. We have a high waist with pelvic support. We also have... um, 
some, we're kind of playing with seasonal lines where we're going to have a winter line coming out. And then of course, with summer, we have thong, which is really popular, but it's not just a typical thong. It's going to boast the same absorbency as our original cut, which is what you ladies have and what we're offering to your listeners. So it's, it's really incredible to, we're still in research and development. You have to do a, you can imagine a lot of testing. We want to make sure that we have a product that is absolutely supporting women in their respective concerns. Um, but those should be coming out by the end of this year. So we've got the, the heavy absorbency, which could be good for incontinence or heavy period days, um, as well as the high cut with the pelvic support and also the thong with um, incontinence support. So that's yeah. kind of where we're at for the rest of the year. I'm cool. so excited to see these. Yes. I'm so, that's incredible. A heavy, like, so how much will that heavy one hold? Okay, so it's going to, I cannot say numbers, but it is more than a super plus tampon. It, I would, I can hint, it's like between the 30 to 50 milliliter range, Holy which is insane. Right? Holy. The nurse in you is like, yeah. milliliters, whoa. Like, what? <laughs> yes. Wow. So that's incredible. It's remarkable. Yeah. And the intention being too, because when we sleep, a lot of times we want protection at night as well and we're rolling around. So you really want protection everywhere, right. you know, you kind of want, but you don't want to compromise really uncomfortable fabrics for that. So it's finding a solution that can take care of all of that without it being like Kristen had said earlier, that chafing, we don't want that. We still want to feel luxurious, but right. supported all the same. So that's our goal. And that's where we're at with R and D is just playing around with it and making sure that it is functional and fabulous. <laughs> Not to bring the mood down, but when I had my miscarriage, those would have been huge. Oh, yeah. To have that much being support. able to be held and the support. And yes, that yes. would have been a game changer for me. See, and this hits every, there's so many people, so many mm-hmm. women that yep. can benefit from this. And it's why mm-hmm. we wanted to have you on. So tell right. everybody where we can find you your Instagram, your website, where can we find you? Sure. Okay. So our website is appeal.com, A-P-E-L-E.com. And actually right now we have a special for your listeners. We'll um, have it go on for a week from uh, today. And so that's TGL 12. Normally the panties are one for 15, but we are willing to do one for 12 for your listeners. So TGL 12, all caps. Um, they can also visit us at Instagram. We're at appeal, A-P-E-L-E, the number four and the letter U, appeal for you. Um, and there you'll see a lot of content. We have tons of testimonials there as well from all sorts of people who have purchased from us. And, and they're very candid. It's so awesome because it's like you just enter this like transparent threshold where women are just so open about their reasons that they've purchased appeal. And like you said, Whitney, they are so like various reasons, you know, <laughs> you'll have women talking about incontinence. We've had a woman talk about runner's trots, which is like backside blunders. Yeah. Hey, man, it happens. <laughs> Happens yeah, to happens. some people. I'm not saying it happens to happen to me. That's not that. But yeah, we have found that we are appealing <laughs> to women for many reasons, and so we're really grateful for that. That we can be of service and of support for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. So that's where you guys can find us, and we'd be honored to have any sort of questions or and testimonials. Of course, are always welcome. Also, perfect. Yeah. Well, thank the you. The ability to help women is just cool. So we appreciate yeah. you coming. Oh, thank you, ladies, so much. 
wait guys, before you leave, we want to hear what you thought about this episode. So leave us a review on iTunes. You know your girls love a good five-star review. Also, don't forget to subscribe to This Girl Life Extras newsletter. We're so freaking excited to have you guys as virtual besties. And each week, we're going to send you a little extra content from the two of us. Tips, positive mantras, giveaways, extra interviews, must-have books, music, and a sneak peek at upcoming episodes. If you don't want to miss out, head to the link in our bio on Instagram to sign up.